Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Today, we're going to be talking about two ways for you to eat more and lose weight. I know for myself and so many people that I've been helping on their fitness and nutrition journey over the last decade, the hardest part about it is feeling hungry all the time. And I know that that is absolutely how I used to approach my goals. Like when I wanted to lean down or lose a little bit of weight or whatever it was, I was like, okay, I'm just going to eat smaller portions, smaller portions, smaller portions. But that was miserable and led to having these cheat days. Like I remember when Sean and I would eat so like clean and not have any sort of treats throughout the week. And then we'd go ham on the weekends and have these big gigantic cheat day meals and it just led to this cycle of like having progress and then losing it and having progress and then losing it but then also not really feeling that great during the weekdays because during the weekdays or on those days where I would extremely be very careful and very cautious of my portion sizes and not adding um, sauces or or dressings to anything I was like not enjoying my food at all and once again I thought to myself there has to be this way of creating a delicate balance between feeling full and fueled and having nourishing meals that continued to help me see progress towards my goal. And I'm going to talk about the two ways that I did that and that enabled me to eat more and lose weight. But I did want to let you guys know I've got an exciting announcement coming up soon. You guys are going to be getting the scoop on what I've been working on in the last few weeks but I did create something for you that is absolutely free. And I know that whenever I'm doing a podcast episode on feeling blah or having low energy or the luteal lull, like just feeling so ugh the week before your period, I created a luteal phase guide to thrive. It is an absolutely free, straightforward, super simple PDF that helps you be in alignment with what is supportive for your luteal phase. So if you are feeling down, low energy, like just blah during luteal phase, like that happens sometimes, I want you to focus on what is going to give you more energy. And I want you to kind of make sure like, am I doing these things that are in alignment for supporting where my hormones are at in luteal phase? So if you want that free guide, go to the show notes of this episode or go to tinyurl.com slash luteal thrive tinyurl.com forward slash luteal thrive or check the show notes or I'll pop it up in my Instagram bio and you can get your free luteal phase guide to thrive and let's hop into today's episode. Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. 
two ways to eat more and lose weight. These two things are very simple, you guys, and nutrition has been overcomplicated in so many ways, and I just want you to start implementing these two tips right now. When I was working one-on-one with some nutrition clients at the beginning of this year, I had them focusing on these two things, and in all of those clients, we saw positive progress towards their goals. The first one is volume eating. And so I don't know if you've taken this approach with your health and fitness before specifically. You know, we've been told to see weight loss. We want to eat less and work out more. But I don't know about you when you eat small, small, small meals, doesn't make you feel like, okay, well, Now I'm not, I started eating, but I'm not full. I'm not satisfied. And so you let, you leave that meal feeling deprived or it kind of clicked on, oh, I'm supposed to be eating now. And so you finish that meal and you're like, but I want more, but I want more. I love eating meals where I'm actually eating so much that I stop eating before my plate is clean. I just prefer to eat in that way where I eat a full, fueling, satisfying meal and I feel satiated at the end of that meal and it holds me over for quite a while. I don't like eating just small meals that spike my blood sugar and make me feel like, oh, I'm, I'm eating a little something because it makes me want more. And especially when I have portion things out, like have you ever done like super small portions, but you're like, okay, but I'm still hungry. That feeling sucks. And if you are on a health and fitness journey and you're doing it in a way and in, in an approach that's like this, sucks. I don't like this. You're probably not going to be able to stick to it. So what is volume eating? So volume eating is essentially eating foods that are lower in calories, but high in fiber and high in nutrition. So then when you are eating them, you can eat a large portion of these foods, or you can add them into your meals, and it is going to keep you fuller. It's going to fill you up more. And then they're also not going to create these big caloric increases in your meals or in your food. And so it's really going to help you stay in alignment with your goals. Huge thing is, and I bet you can imagine a lot of these high volume foods are fruits and vegetables. They are plant-based foods. And by adding more of these into your diet, this is going to be so good for a lot of different things, for digestion, gut health, for energy, mood, and emotion, your skin, going to be getting micronutrients and macronutrients. So a lot of times you are eating things. And a lot of times for women, like when it comes to the everyday meals that we make for ourselves and our families, like let's take example, and I'm going to give you some example of my meals, how I've incorporated this, but let's take taco night, for example. So ladies, like if you are really thinking about doing taco night with more volume eating, let's say you're going to be making some sort of burrito bowl and you've got you know, maybe you're making quesadillas for your kids. Oftentimes for me, when I'm doing burrito bowls or taco night, the kids end up getting quesadillas. But for me, I am trying to focus on more volume eating, meaning I'm having more bell peppers and more, you know, maybe making some cauliflower rice that has some taco seasoning on it and then squeezing a lime on it. So I'm getting a lot of good fueling, filling, fiber, 
field vegetables that are going to keep me fuller longer but also while i'm eating it i'm feeling really satisfied because i'm eating a lot of it and i'm getting full okay fiber keeps you full i'll give you another example of my lunch today so i saw on pinterest i've been really into mediterranean diet style eating and also the recipes excuse me, Um, I've been really into the Mediterranean diet style of eating and I saw that there was this tuna salad and now that it's starting to become spring, where's spring? That is a side change. We're going to talk about that on Thursday. But has it's like spring and summer I really like having like pasta salads and stuff like that I made such a bomb.com lunch that would be so good for summertime so I just took my favorite cherry tomatoes that I get from Aldi cucumber if I had red onion I would have used that and then I did some chickpea pasta it was cooked and cooled so I kind of prepped that yesterday but I threw it in there and then I did tuna, spicy mustard, um, a little bit of plain Greek yogurt, mixed it up, salt, pepper, let it sit. Was there anything else that I added in there? But I did just a ton of vegetables. If I would have had cauliflower or broccoli, I would have added that as well. And that was my high fiber, high volume and with the tuna with the tuna in it super high protein lunch it was filled with such like i'm i'm still full i had my lunch um three and a half hours ago and i am still full and feeling so good and satisfied and i thoroughly enjoyed it i also added feta cheese because feta cheese is life that's why i think i'm enjoying the mediterranean diet type of recipes because i have just been on a feta cheese fanatic kick i don't know anyways that was my lunch and it was absolutely amazing and then i'm going to give another example of this practically for dinner so i got this in the frozen section at aldi i know trader joe's and probably walmart any grocery store has it where it is just a bag of a brand's chicken fried rice right there's a frozen section chicken fried rice and sometimes those convenience meals they're just kind of necessary for this day and age right come at me i know there's preservatives i know they're probably higher sodium but this is what i am going to do with it so i am going to take that chicken fried rice so it's got chicken and vegetables and some type of um some type of sauce within it but i am going to add an extra bag of vegetables so i have a bag of plain frozen vegetables they are kind of in that like asian style vegetable realm and i'm going to add that in so there is more vegetables and then i would either do some more um, scrambled egg type of thing because you know with chicken fried rice there's that scrambled egg and my husband really loves egg and is chicken fried rice so I would add more egg to add it to be higher protein or if I had shredded chicken I would add some extra of that in there so I'm making it bigger right it's not to say that I can't have the rice or the pasta or whatever it is it's just adding more volume to it so you feel fuller longer you have more satisfied feeling from the fiber and from the volume eating aspect of it. It's also really great for your gut health and digestion to increase your vegetables. And this is just another way to have meals and another way to kind of explore how do you like different kinds of vegetables, right? Because yeah, plain plain veggies cooked in such a bland way, it is not fun. 
And I actually hate how salad dressings got such like a bad rap. If you grew up in the 2000s, it was always just like, oh my gosh, be so careful ranch because they're high calorie and blah, blah, blah. And yes, like we do want to be conscious of how much dressing we are dousing on our vegetables and fruit. But you guys having dip with your fruits and veggies is not going to like make you it's not it's not the cause of weight gain okay i actually have been seeing on tiktok and i'm going to be trying it out this week people taking plain greek yogurt and dumping um a packet of dry ranch seasoning in it and using that for their veggies because i am such a dipper when it comes to vegetables i love veggies and dip so much and yes, I do typically like the ones that have like sour cream, cream cheese, and all of that jazz in it. And I was like, why don't I try this out? So follow me on Instagram for more. Second tip, and then we're done. Second tip is increasing your protein. So eating more protein. And a lot of ladies, when I was working with them and seeing what they were eating throughout their day, we were looking at it and I was like, okay, well, I want you to be eating more protein. And they were like, I don't know how I'm going to do that or what kind of protein sources I'm going to have or can I have or should I have or whatever it was. And I was like, just make the, the sizes of what you are eating now bigger. And I'll talk about some of the tweaks that we did that really hacked more protein for a lot of these ladies. So it wasn't like they were stuffing themselves with more meals because a lot of the girls that I were that I was working with were moms and had careers. So it wasn't like they could just be in the kitchen making snacks and meals all the time or eating at any moment. It's like health and fitness isn't, if health and fitness isn't your job, I totally get it. Even though it's mine, it doesn't mean that it's like the center of my life, right? And so what I did was I just had them increase protein in different ways. Number one, by increasing the amount that they're having in a serving. So for one client, she was used to having this egg scramble for breakfast every morning. And so I was like, okay, why don't you try getting some egg whites from the grocery section and adding more to that? She ended up not liking that route of things. And so we did a collagen for her coffee. So she was having this flavorless collagen. So she was adding more protein to her coffee and still sticking with the same breakfast. And she actually found that she was fuller, longer, up until lunch. So she wasn't as like hungry around that 10 o'clock time frame. Okay. Another example of this is really like when you are making your plate and you're taking in your portion of protein, whether it's, you know, you're having half of a chicken breast, maybe upping it and seeing if having a larger amount of protein in that sitting makes you feel fuller longer. On taco night, this is another thing that I see oftentimes when I'm out to eat is ladies just add this like little tiny, like a few pieces of protein, whether it's sliced chicken or salmon or whatever it is, really like having it be so minimal. But I want you to have that be the main focus, especially in dinner time. Having a high protein, high fiber, high volume eating foods, lots of vegetables at dinner time and see how that really works in your favor. So taking account of how much, how much are you eating now? So thinking about your day, 
How much protein do you think you are eating now? And can you up it just a little bit at each meal? Now, I know somebody's going to come for me and say, women shouldn't eat too much protein. Most women are not eating enough protein. And protein is so important for us to get enough in our bodies to help maintain muscle mass. And over time, if we are losing our muscle mass, that's going to not necessarily see a big factor today, but years and years and years and years from now, as we age even more, that loss of muscle leads to a slower metabolism. So getting enough protein is very important. What What's the proper amount of protein for you? That's what you want to play around with. Obviously, if you are weight training, you're super active, you're going to be wanting to go on the higher end of protein. And I busted out my nutrition course um, book for this to give you the recommended dietary allowances for protein. Now for women, it says that the recommended amount daily is 46 grams a day. Now I would still say that is pretty low. If you are working out and it says in here for um, athletes, for building lean body mass, so if you're wanting to grow and add more muscle mass, daily protein intake must maintain a positive muscle protein balance. Daily intake in the range of 1.4 to 2 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight per day is a suggested age range at age range. (laughs) suggested range and is sufficient for the most exercise that is intended to develop mass. So thinking about, and I would just take for you like to um, calculate this out, just really go with your intuition. You know, do you feel like you're getting enough protein at each meal? And break it down meal by meal. Are you getting around 20 to 30 grams of protein per meal? And if you are eating four meals a day and each meal has approximately, you know, give or take 20 to 30 grams, that would probably put you in a positive place of indicating you're getting enough protein. Another really great thing about protein, you guys, is our body exudes the most energy to break it down. So it has a hot, the highest thermic thermogenic effect of food. Meaning, so when we eat protein, it takes more energy for our body to break it down and use it as energy than any of the other macronutrients. So the more protein that you eat, the more your body needs to process it and work to break it down. So this is also a really good thing. Our body metabolizes protein. It needs to use, it needs to exude more energy. So if you took, you know, 25 grams of carbohydrates and 25 grams of protein, now this is just a very like off the wall example, that 25 grams of carbohydrates would process and break down a lot faster than the 25 grams of protein. The 25 grams of protein, our body would have to work harder, aka burn more calories to break down that protein than it does for the carbs. Does that make sense? And so that's why looking at each individual meal, like I I really just want you to take it one meal at a time. Are you eating enough 
Is your plate full of things that can be high volume eating foods where you can eat a lot of them and you're going to feel full and satisfied and you're going to get great nutrient dense uh, benefits from those foods and it'll have high fiber so it'll be feeling fuller longer or and are you getting enough protein? Okay, and so I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast episode of these two simple things you can do to eat more, feel full, have great energy, and maintain your progress toward whatever your goal is. If you like this episode, please share it up in your Instagram stories, tag me, leave a review of the show, you guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I know it takes like a minute or two, but I love seeing those reviews. They mean so much to me sitting behind this mic. Sometimes it just feels like I'm talking to myself, which I really am. But if you like these nutrition style episodes, please let me know and I can do more of them. Make sure you snag the luteal phase guide to thrive. And I am so excited for what is coming up this spring.